Welcome to Just Joy Conversations, where I seek to unite, inspire, and enlighten regardless of what you look like or believe or who you love, one conversation at a time. Check out my introductory podcast on JustJoyConversations.com to learn more about my mission. Welcome, welcome back to the ninth episode of Just Joy Conversations. Today, we are going to be talking about something that those of you that follow me on Facebook or are part of my Facebook community, or friend even, you all saw that I did something that was very bold and different, which is allowing you to see me in a way that most people have not. And it was basically revealing that I had alopecia to people on Facebook that I knew and some people that I didn't know because I made the post public. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things dealing with that particular moment. And I have a special guest interviewer And he just happens to be my husband, Mike. So we're going to talk, just have a brief conversation about it all. And my answers and questions I've gotten from a few people that wanted to know more about my alopecia journey. So, hey, you. Hey, glad to be on and be a part of this podcast. Well, you're really a part of all of them because you get to hear when I record them. Well, this will be the second time I've actually participated, so I'm excited to be back. Oh, okay. True that. Okay. Well, since you are my interviewer, let's get get right into the discussion. So what have you got to ask me, and what have people asked you to ask me? Okay. Well, some of the questions that I got, and some of them are, I'll start off with one of the, the obvious questions, and I did not... Is it safe to say that I, you didn't tell me you were going to do the reveal? I did not tell you I was going to do the reveal. So I found out, just like everybody else. Wait, uh, wait, wait. You didn't find out that I was bald. No, no. I knew that. I just didn't. You did not tell me that you were going to do this big reveal. So my first question that we have asked is, why now? Let's start off with this. When did you first learn that you had alopecia? Well, actually, if you go back and listen to episode, oh, I forget what episode it is from last season when I had a little Just Joy Unplugged episode where I talked about me and my journey. You know that I was adopted when I was six months old. So those first six months, of my life I was in foster homes and the foster parents when my mom adopted me she said that I had a bald spot in the back of my head because I was always laying in the crib on my back not much TLC or anything so I was a baby in a crib laying on her back all the time and I had a bald spot as a result now I don't know if that was an indication that I might have alopecia as an adult, but really what I found out was probably around 17, 
when my hair started thinning. And that is actually when I discovered hair weave. <laughs> so back in those days, the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, people braided hair and then used thread to put the hair on the braid to give the extensions. So that wasn't necessarily healthy either. So I think that broke off my hair, but my hair was beginning to thin when I was 17. And then it just progressed, you know, my 20s, 30s. I would say by my late 30s, early 40s, I was pretty much all bald by then. So that's how long I've known about by alopecia and probably about 12 years I've been totally bald okay so you 17 in that area you you notice a change like what was the emotions that you went through what was your initial reaction to knowing you might not have maybe put a name on what was happening like alopecia but what was what was the emotions that you went through, the, you know, the reaction to, to noticing this change? Well, back then, I was not aware of all the other illnesses that I was going to encounter or that I actually had. Like, I learned I had diabetes around that age, too. But probably just like most women, losing your hair, you're like, what guy is going to want to date a bald woman? So... That reinforced my usage of fake hair because I didn't want to be a single woman for the rest of my life. So it was kind of emotional, but at first I thought it was just like a thing. Like my hair is not really falling out. It's just something that's going on with my hair because of the weave or whatever. But going to a dermatologist basically confirmed what really was going on. And so... The rest is history. I knew what was going on and I was determined to have hair and try to look as cute as I thought I could. And I may not be cute at all to some people because some guys really did not like weave and fake hair. So, so that was a thing too. But yeah, just normal emotions of possibly being alone because of an outward appearance, which... Looking back now at that mentality is totally stupid because if somebody's not going to like me because of my exterior, then I really didn't need them anyway. So I had the typical immature thoughts and now it doesn't really matter to me what anybody thinks. Okay. So... Why, you know, one of the questions that, that I've been asked is kind of like, so why, why now? Why, what led up to saying, hey, you know what? You have a big heart wanting to help other people. That's one of your greatest traits. And things that I love about you is you want to help other people, which is a lot of what your podcast is all about, is making awareness and helping people. So what gave you the the courage I'd say to say, all right, now's a good time. And I want to do it now. What led up to you saying, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do this now. Probably because as of late, I don't even know why people in general 
have decided to know me without ever talking to me, but thinking they know me by a look. On the outside, oh, Joy, you're so pretty. Or, Joy, you've got it made. You know, you have a, a decent job without even really knowing what I do for a living. You got the hot husband and cute little dog. And people just think when they see you, they know you. And I kind of just got tired of it because it really irritated me. Because, A, I hate when people say, oh, Joy, you're so pretty. Because when I hear that, I know that if I whip this wig off, I don't think they would say that necessarily. Maybe so. But when people used to say that, I would think differently. Like, no, I'm not pretty. No, my life is not a fairy tale. And so I think I just wanted to be seen for who I really was. And that is a person who is a Jada twin. Actually, I'm more more bald than Jada is. So I wanted people to see that. I wanted people to see that what is on the outside definitely is not always what you get. You can't judge a book by its covers. Cliche, I know, but that's that really hits home for me. So I said, you know what? I just want people to see the real me. And then hopefully, usually when people say, you know, see a bald head, they're like, oh, I didn't know. Like, I got cancer or something. It's like, well, you're not supposed to know for one, because I've had (laughs) weave all over my head all my life. But yeah, people, their initial reaction is pity. And I definitely don't want that. I'd never want people to feel sorry for me, no matter what is going on in my life or to my body or whatever. So I think I just wanted to be free. And I think people have mistaken the fact that, oh, Joy revealed her bald head. How free are you going to be? Well, that's what I was getting ready to talk about (laughs) is that, okay, people know I'm bald now. So. Anytime I see somebody that I haven't seen in a while that saw me on Facebook, I know they're going to give me that look like, I know what I'm looking at, but I know what I'm looking at with, you know. Are they trying to picture it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell, like, people that even at church just like, they saw the bald head, but I I could tell they were looking or expecting like, oh, she didn't walk in bald. Well, (laughs) family and whoever else probably expecting over the holidays to see me bald and that's not going to be necessarily the case and there's there's a reason for that one I realized that I have a two-tone head explain (laughs) so I've worn wigs so long that my head is a lighter color than my face okay so I got like Michael Jackson kind of looking going on. My head light and my skin darker. So I don't care if you're bald and you look cute bald or not. You still don't want to walk around with a two-tone head. So I need some tan on my head. So I, I got to figure that out before I go walking around full-blown bald. 
Because you want to look right with no hair or with hair. Well, I have to, too. You have to what? So we can go together. You have to do what? Take bald your head. Tan. Tan. That's totally. You know what? Your body is not bald. You got hair all over your body. I'm saying go to the pool together. Go to the pool. Well, no, I, I got to do this before summer. Oh. Yeah. So I, I winter, I'm going to probably be wig wearing. However, the difference is if I feel like going to the grocery store real quick, and the wig isn't done. I don't care about just going out to the grocery store with my bald head and people seeing me as before. I would totally not do that at all because I knew people would be looking at me like it with pity or with disgust is what I thought. So this has been something that I've had to grow within myself, my self-esteem had to rise up and not be low. It had to be higher. Uh, I won't say I'm totally high self-esteem, like a hundred. I'm more like 80% with my bald head. But the idea is next spring, then I will fully embrace it and be more free in the spring. So let me ask you, how, how, how do you feel about that? You got to be seen with me. Well, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. I mean, I will tell you, I mean, you, I think this is an actual quote, like in the beginning when we started dating and whatnot, you told me that you had alopecia and I was like, okay, what is that? I'd, I'd never heard of it before. And you explained what it is and you was like, oh, but don't worry, you'll never see me. Yeah, that was a true statement. That, I mean, I think that was an actual quote. And what you didn't realize is... I had already, before your big reveal and all that, I had already seen you without your, you know, your wigs and uh, that you, that you wore and whatnot. You just didn't know it. Had you proposed yet? Oh, good question. I believe so. I believe so. I can remember like it was, you know, it's when we were living in, it was when we were living in Hiram and you were in the bathroom putting I think you were just you know kind of messing with your with your wig or whatnot and I came around the corner of course you didn't realize the door was open so I could see I could see through the mirror and so at first like my initial reaction was kind of like you know that of compassion because I knew how you felt about you know people seeing and me seeing especially when you said you know oh you'll don't worry you'll never see it so it was kind of like that all you know kind of compassion sympathy kind of feeling because I knew how you felt about it at that time. And I've seen two or three more times. You didn't tell me all this. I never do. No. Why not? Oh, because I mean, it was before your big reveal. So, so did you want to take your ring back when you saw the first time? Like, Ooh, I didn't know this was. (laughs) No, not at all. No, not at all. But I did, you know, I was sympathetic because I knew how you felt about it. So I'm very proud of you that you have kind of come full circle and embraced it to, because that takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there because, you know, there's, like you said, there are, there are stigmas that go with it. Like people think you have cancer. That's like the the first immediate thing people think. And so they want to have pity on you and whatnot. And that's not the case. This is saying, this is who I am. 
and I embrace it and I welcome it. So now it's like, you know, let's do this when you're comfortable and when you want to do it. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely <laughs> steps to this. Like like right now you you have your wig on. Yes, yeah, so I have my wig on. I, I don't know why I feel like I'm people, hundreds of people listening can see me how I look mm -hmm. now. So it's kind of like a a habit. A habit, but yeah. There are layers to this. There's stages to this. And I think coming out on Facebook to thousands of people was my first big step. Cause like I don't I don't really care. I know there's people that are haters, people that don't really like me. And people that just are nosy that went on my page just to see I made it a public post so anybody can go and see coworkers, whoever, that were just curious. And, you know, so I think that was a bigger step than just going out to Walmart or a grocery store. Because people that know me and are familiar with me actually mm -hmm. now know my big secret. Everybody knew I had diabetes. Everybody knows you know, pretty much my, uh, about my stroke and all those challenges I've been through, but nobody knew this. And so step one was saying, okay, now y'all know, but I didn't realize the second phase of it would be challenging too, which is walking around in person to people that you know, and being able to actually see the reaction with my own eyes because when people are looking at you on Facebook, you don't see their reaction. But when somebody that you know and you walk and you say, hey, what's up? You see people try to, you know, disguise what they're thinking, but you can see it. I don't know if I'm ready to, to see what I know I'll see. So that's the second phase that I'm, that I'm going through and adjusting to. And like I said, I'm still okay with being bald because I'll go out right now to the store and, and, and not care. And that's something that I would never do. But yeah, there's different there's different layers to this. And what this does is it really just affirms that I am secure within myself as far as not really caring as much as I used to. Be. I used to be a people pleaser. Like if I even had an inkling that someone didn't like me, it would bother the heck out of me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not that joy anymore because, you know, if you are one of those people that look at people at face value and don't want to get to know what's in the heart, then I don't want to get to know you. And I don't need you to know me because. Well, that person's not for you. Yeah, who cares? You know, I'm almost 50 years old. So it is true when you, the older you get, the less things or the less bothered by things you are yeah to circle back like to i have to tell i'll be honest with you this as well too is i was like when i saw you i was i was also like that little kid who was like oh don't get caught because i know you i would go off on <laughs> <Yes>. you <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like looking i was like all right how long can i, I was like before she turns and catches me or something like that so i was like looking and then i was like all right i gotta get out of here i'm gonna get big trouble so that's funny i'm surprised missy didn't bust you yeah i know I was, she could have easily too <laughs> so but you know i mean also 
I would say nowadays that you're seeing more more women that are bald, you know, that are not tied to, you know, having cancer or anything like that. I mean, there is there is actually a lady that's on ESPN that subs in for uh, Stephen A's show, First Take, and her name is Christine Williamson, and she is bald. And I did, and I'm guilty of it too. I went and I was like, why, you know, she obviously has no issues with it. She goes, she goes on live TV. But yeah. if you Google her, there are articles out there, does she have cancer? What is wrong? And if you research her story, she just went bald because she wanted to. Yeah. And, and loves it. And so there's those stigmas out there, but I think it's also becoming, you see more and more people that do embrace it and it has nothing to do with, you know, any illness or anything like that. Yeah. Representative Ayanna Presley, she also has alopecia and I don't remember what state she's from, but her name is Ayanna Presley and she's came out about her alopecia and she's really bold because in this society one of the things that people are 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 fearful of i would say non-melanated people are fearful of is melanated people and when you have a strong fierce bald melanated woman working with you or in your presence that can intimidate many and so the fact that she's a politician surrounded by Lots of non-melanated people and is intimidating, but still, you know, she stands her ground. She's come out and she's like, okay, now, how do you like me now? That was empowering to me. I loved to see that. And Wakanda Forever has just really made me be like, okay, yes, I, I can do this. So like you said, the emerging presence of women that are bald, and owning it has helped a lot. Okay. So you've done your big reveal. We're talking about it on your podcast. What's the advice for those that are still laying low and might be having, you know, might have alopecia and are kind of like you back in the day of, I'm just going to keep this to myself. So what is your advice to those that, or maybe like right there of thinking of saying, hey, you know what? I kind of want to do this too, but are kind of apprehensive. What's your advice to this? Well, since I'm, this is the early stages for me, I don't know if I'm the best person to give advice about that. But what I will say is you are not your hair. Mm -hmm. So I hope that everyone that has alopecia knows that you're not your hair. But I also do understand that. People think, oh, yeah, okay, I have a pretty face, but I look better with hair. I mean, in, in some cases, that's just the truth. <laughs> so I, I have no judgment on people who want to continue to wear wigs and additives to their head because I'm still doing it. And I do think I look more aesthetically pleasing with my wigs. So to me, it was just a matter of getting tired of people thinking wrong about me and not really knowing and seeing me. 
So, you know, if you're struggling or having a hard time being bald, I say if you do choose to do a big reveal, do it for the right reasons. My reasoning was to be seen for me, who I who I am to my core. Other people do it because they're tired of wearing other people's hair. And then some women, you know, there's a, a lot of men out there that prefer bald women. So they see that, you know what? I'm bald and I still can get a hot guy. So it just depends on your reasoning for wanting to reveal who you are. And my advice to all women is don't worry about your exterior when it comes to other people. Because any person who does not accept you for what you look like, be it a chronic illness or otherwise, maybe you want to have purple hair. Maybe you want to have a nose ring. There's all kinds of different looks that people choose to have on purpose. Don't worry about what other people think about you. Now, if you are young and you're a teenager and you go out and you get a nose ring and tattoos all over your face, I do advise you to maybe wait to do all that because there is a thing called corporate America and if you're not an entrepreneur, you want to work in it. And you may not be successful, but whatever you look like on the outside, I'm not a size five, six. Uh, You know, don't worry about it. If people can't accept you for who you truly are, how you look on the outside, they don't want to really get to know your inside, tell them to kick rocks and own your beauty because everybody has it. And I think there's somebody for everybody out there. I think that's for real. This is a big old country. And there's one person out there, and maybe more than one, really, that are going to think you're beautiful no matter what you think you look like. So love yourself. And that's my only advice. And that's for all people. And that applies to men, too. You might be going bald, too, and you're a guy. You know, you might shave your head. And you might find that you look cute. I mean, who did Bruce Willis, John Travolta? Who else is black that has shaved their head? Well, those guys aren't black. What am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) I got confused for a second. Uh, Samuel Jackson shaved his head. Yeah, he looks fine with a bald head. Idris Elba would look fine with a bald head. Denzel Washington would look fine with a bald head. Fake news. Okay, I, I digress. But I'm just saying, you know. If, if you have a pretty shaped head, you can you can be bald, rock it. How did I get out the subject? Yeah, we, we are totally digressing <laughs> to something that doesn't have anything to do with the subject okay, at hand. Okay, okay. Uh, let's, uh, reel let's, me back in. let's reel you back in. You are a woman of God. How has faith played in this process for you? Hmm. Faith and being bald. Probably, I would have to say, that knowing that no matter how I look, God loves me, God's going to accept me. And as long as I live right by him, I'm going to be pleasing in his eyes. So that gives me peace in knowing that the only person that I have to get approval from is him. So it makes it a little more I have inner peace knowing that that's really all I need. And again, people can kick rocks.
I don't know why I'm saying that a, a lot on this podcast, but anyway, any more questions? No, I think you kind of touched base on the, the Jada, uh, unless you wanted to elaborate more on that. Would you be Will? <laughs> if anybody steps to you, uh, like, and somebody said, Hey, 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 dude, your, 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 your girl looks like G.I. Jane. Yeah, you, you probably better have a nine on you. Oh, okay. If you go up and slap somebody, because I've never seen you fight before. And I think a gap would be necessary just in case the person didn't react like Chris Rock did. Sign out right now. I'm just saying. In Jada, or is there any resources out there that you can recommend to some folks? Or Really? There's an alopecia Facebook group, and that's what it's called. And also a young lady by the name of Stacy Halton, who is on Facebook. That's Stacy H-A-L-T-O-N. She has alopecia. She has a really good Facebook support group and with good information. And also I want to give a shout out to the person who did my wig. She is a Bronner Brothers hair show winner. And her name is Merlandi Pettahome. So if you want to get a good wig, whether you have alopecia or not, just type in M-E-R-L-A-N-D-E and she will pop right up and you'll be able to order your own wigs, reach out to her, ask her any questions. So that's uh, she's been really instrumental in my alopecia journey as well. So, well, okay. Do you don't have any more questions? No, that's pretty much all the questions that I had. I think you covered it. I just want to tell you that I am uh, super proud of you. It takes a lot of courage to do what you did and to let everybody know about, about alopecia. I think you're doing a great service to helping others, which is, like I said before, is that's your heart is helping others. And you're doing that by addressing this subject and letting everybody know that, hey, this isn't anything to be scared of. It is what it is. You can live with it and still have a great life. Absolutely, um, you can. So I'm very proud of you. I love you. Thank, Thank you. you for letting me be the uh, the interviewer for <laughs> this podcast. The M to, the, to my jam, Joy mm-hmm. and Mike. Okay, so... Everybody tune in for our next podcast, the podcast episode number 10. So until next time, I'll see you on the flip side. And you may have a few more ball joy sightings, but spring, watch out. It's going to be an even, evenly toned head. And I'll know how to do my makeup accordingly and wear big stuff on my ears. So y'all take care. Happy holidays.